Hi, listener. Welcome back to the season finale of A Real Page Turner with Donnie Granzen, Mara Maros. Hi, Donnie. Hello, Mara. Uh, good to be back for our finale here. Was this our season four finale? Yeah. Yeah. And we have an interesting one. We're actually going to be talking about the film, the film National Lampoon's Vacation. Uh, it came out in 1983, so it's celebrating its 40th anniversary this year. Written by um, the legendary 80s filmmaker John Hughes, directed by Harold Ramis, and uh, fe- features a cast of uh, Chevy Chase, Beverly D'Angelo, uh, Anthony Michael Hall, Randy Quaid, Imogene Coca, and even an early appearance of John candy yeah the film is you know hailed as a classic comedy i believe it's actually uh coming back in theaters for its 40th anniversary uh later this month in july and was you know a huge success and this has been uh spawned um a whole franchise that uh, had sequels uh european vacation christmas vacation vegas vacation and there was a, a remake uh, a couple years ago just simply titled vacation uh but what many what many people don't realize is that it was actually based off a short story. Yeah, so Talk John Hughes wrote us a, a short story titled Vacation 58 for National Lampoon's Magazine back in the 70s. So the story was you know, loosely based on a cross-country road trip he took with his own family as a kid and obviously heavily fictionized, fictionalized. But yeah, it's a short story that outlines his family's trip from the Chicago area out to Anaheim to, well, in the short story, it's Walt Disney World that they're going, or well, no, it's Disneyland they're going to. And they kind of, you know, take that road trip together to get there. But yeah, it's a short story that really, that John Hughes wrote. Yeah. That was kind of it was kind of during his time before he broke into films. Like he was, a, he worked in advertising and wrote for the National Lampoon magazine. And then this is one of uh, like one of his first forays into film. Into film. And then obviously John Hughes was like the filmmaker of the eighties. You know, when you think like the Breakfast Club and uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off and Sixteen Candles, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. You know, so so many more. He's mm-hmm. he's one of my favorite like writer directors. And, you know, filmmakers ever. I love his movies. And film. I was excited, um, excited to do this one. It's funny. I, I didn't realize it was based on a short story. And I actually was scrolling through Netflix one day and saw one of the categories was films based off books. So I just started scrolling through it to get some ideas of something we could do on the podcast. And, and then I see uh, Vacation was one, was one of them. And I was like, no way. No way. This is based off of the book story or something. And then I went Googled it and said, oh, yeah, the short story. And then Googled it and found, found the short story in there. And I had to tell you, I was like, yeah, we got to do this. Let's be good. And I think it's, you know, a good finale uh, to do and perfect, like, summer movie. Yeah. As we also, you know, a lot of people are embarking on their summer vacations. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah, so- as you go on your vacations, you don't encounter some of the things that this family did. No, I don't. We were watching this movie last night and my husband and I said like we don't ever remember seeing the beginning like, I don't know if this is a movie that you know you've seen but maybe you don't remember like I don't remember seeing the beginning and how it all kicked off like that's not something I remember with him buying the car and you know there is an aspect of the short story of the car and I don't know if you realize who the car salesman was but I think it was very early appearance also by Eugene Levy yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that was we were like oh my gosh it's Eugene Levy but we didn't remember seeing all of that yeah um, I, yeah I, I I, I do remember that. That's like his, you know, pre Shit's Creek days. <laughs> uh, so yeah, lots of like real cameos, like I mentioned, like John 
candy like this i think this was before you know he became a huge star yeah and i i thought that the movie you know kind of followed the short story i mean there was obviously some differences you know they only had two kids in the movie where in the short story they had four like they had a baby right they had four there was a baby yeah and there was like another kid maybe there was three of them but they had definitely a baby with them that they cut out which i thought was you know fine because you you know you didn't really need the baby. Um, sure. <laughs> but I thought that a lot of it, you know, was pretty, pretty, um, you know, accurate. There was some differences in kind of timeline, you know, like where they picked up Aunt Edith and that kind of stuff. But, you know, not necessarily stuff that you wouldn't expect to see changed. You know, I, I, yeah. I thought it was the essence of the story was there. True. True. And I, mean, if, yeah. I think for obvious yeah. reasons, they had to change. They were going to Disneyland to Wally World because you probably couldn't use Disneyland in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think they even tried to, <laughs> to like contact Disney for permission. Yeah, actually, uh, it has changed the the aunt's name in the film. It's Aunt Edna. Yeah. So I, I was reading, I, I was reading it like I wa- I watched the movie like a little while ago, and I just read the short story like the other the other night, and and I was reading as Edith, you know, Edith, and I thought, oh, no, that's not it. I don't. I was like, I don't remember being an Edith in the film. But yeah, that was uh, that was pretty interesting there. Yeah, but as but you know, for the most part, they kept the thing, things intact, and you just see how you know this family just goes through, like, just gets put through the ringer, and a lot of it is kind of self-imposed by the father, Clark, and. You know, yeah. it's it's one of those things like with comedy, it's just it's got to make people laugh, like put people in funny situations. Like it's, it's relatable that, you know, almost, you know, every family has experience going on a vacation and what goes on, what goes on with that, but kind of elevates it, you know, cranks it up a couple notches, you know. Yeah, and I think, you know, the movie also kind of tamed down a little bit of the storyline. Like, you know, in the short story, Clark Griswold shoots Walt Disney in the leg, you know, and of course that doesn't happen in this, in the movie, you know, he basically has a BB gun and he shoots John Kennedy in the butt, you know, with the BB gun when he tries to get out of the ride, which is pretty funny. Yes. You know, and that whole scene is obviously much larger because you can't really write that in a short story about them riding on all the rides. But I thought the end was kind of funny when the owner of Wally World shows up and I thought he looked remarkably like one of the Disney brothers. And I'm sure that was intentional. And his name was, (laughs) and his name was Roy. And I know that I think there was a Roy Disney. Yes. Was the brother, which I thought was really funny. And he looked a lot like what I think one of the Disney brothers looks like. So I thought that was like kind of a nice like homage kind of to the original story. I'm going to Obviously, he doesn't get shot and the story ends up happy, you know, kind of like you've seen Christmas Vacation when they do something obscenely wrong and it ends up okay. But in the short story, the father ends up, I think, going to jail for a little bit and is detained and the rest of the family flies home. Yes. So, you know, the the ending is obviously different because you don't want to see Clark Griswold being put in jail yeah. as the ending to the story. Yeah. But I thought, you know, like that's a difference, but it's like one of those things like, you know, why they did it, especially looking, you know, you didn't have the whole franchise at that time. But, you know, Christmas vacation is kind of the same. The father, you know, does all this stuff. And then the uncle does something ridiculous and they end up, you know, not really getting into trouble. Yes, very true. Uh, there, That owner, the the Roy Wally, is uh, 
was played by Eddie, Eddie Bracken, and I knew like he looked uh, familiar. And he also he also played the um, the owner, <clears throat> excuse me, the owner of the toy store and Home Alone Two, oh. uh, which is like another um, uh, John Hughes film. So yeah, it's pretty. Um, yeah, I knew uh, he was a little, looked a little familiar. So I want I wonder, you know, they had like you mentioned, they had uh, him forgiving the family and not not pressing charges. They all go on their merry way. Uh, so I wonder if maybe they, as they were making this film, did they have like sequels in mind that they want, you know, wanted to turn this into a, a franchise pretty much. And uh, that having him arrested me, throw a monkey wrench into that, although they could have justified it whenever but yeah i don't know maybe they just wanted to make him that affable character that everybody likes and kind of gets his way out of trouble because he did schmooze roy a little bit and then he kind of turned (laughs) it around so is that just the kind of character they're making him out to be like he does some questionable things yet his family still seems to really like him and the kids think he's like you know a hero even though you know it's funny the things that you see in the that movie and and you read you know, you don't really read them in the story. The one thing about the dog, I think today you'd see these kids like acting like traumatized, but these kids are like, oh, whatever, you know. Yeah. They just, the parents swim naked in the pool. The whole people come out, no big deal. And then the, the yes. dog is killed by being drugged by the car, which is horrendous and terrible. But in the movie, like we all seem to like tolerate it. Yeah, she's that, you, know, it's, you know, it's, and then with Aunt Edna that they have left her in the pouring rain with an umbrella, even though she's dead, which is just ridiculous. But also, like, his family is, like, they don't see, like, they tell him, like, they should be doing it, but then they're, like, okay, and then they just go on singing in the car. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. You know, it makes you, like, suspend reality for a little bit, because you know those things weren't, if those were to happen in a serious movie or real life, those kids would be traumatized and they wouldn't be speaking to their father. And they're still yeah. like, kind of regaling him as a little bit of a hero. You know, yes, exactly. I want to talk about um, uh, Cousin Eddie and his family. That was um, maybe one of my fa- one of my favorite parts of the, of the, film, the film, like that storyline, where they um, go to visit Cousin uh, cousin Eddie and his wife Catherine and all their all their kids and it it, fe- it it features that that part featured my favorite line like one of the funniest lines I ever heard in the film uh, it's with um, the son Rusty talking with um, cousin Eddie's son I think what is it uh, Dale or something and uh, Rusty like wants wants to play video games and he's asking his cousin like how much like oh do you have this game do you have this game do you have this game and he just and the, the kid just keeps says no no we don't and then and then he says uh the game he mentions is asteroids is it do you have asteroids and he goes and the son goes no we don't uh no we don't but my dad does but my dad does he he can't even sit down sometimes <laughs> i was like i just thought that was so hilarious and then, yeah you know, and, and it's a it's a funny thing how like this film like with the comedy does go a little dark sometimes like we mentioned with, with killing the dog but there was one other line there was one other line that was really dark it's with um the other with the girl with the two girls or audrey and uh, um the cousin vicky who's played by a, a very young jane krakowski uh so, and she's talking and Vicky mentions that like her her dad says that she's the best French kisser. <laughs> and you think like 
And it's like, oh my God. Like, I caught that too. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's completely normal, you know, that Cousin Eddie turns out to be like, just appears multiple sequels, even though we have knowledge that molesting his own that, daughter. You know what that you're talking about? Like, did they plan some of these? Like, you know, I don't know, almost like in retrospect, they look like an Easter egg, right? And maybe that's probably not how they were intended. I don't know. But when Cousin Eddie gives Clark the white shoes, he's like, you always complimented mine and I want you to have them. And I feel like those white shoes are a, a big staple of Cousin Eddie's outfit at Christmas vacation. Yes. So, right. Like we get a glimpse of those white shoes, like in this one, which is kind of funny because the, you all, I almost feel like it was maybe like a little Easter egg kind of, because you saw them as part of a Cousin Eddie's outfit really in Christmas vacation. And, and anyone who's dressed up as Cousin Eddie for Christmas probably has a pair of those shoes. I know we do here. In this house. <laughs> so it's kind of funny that they showed those. And I was like, oh my gosh, the shoes. And I don't know that it was intended that way. Like you said, were they planning for more? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But I thought that was funny. Yeah. Was, yeah. Just so funny. Just so funny. Like, I don't know. I just, just a big fan of the, this movie and the, the whole, the whole film, the film series. Yeah. Like, I, I would say like European vacation, I don't care for too much, but like Christmas vacation, I love. And even, you know, and even there's parts of like Vegas vacation that I, that I enjoy as well. Yeah. I thought it was cute. And the short story was cute, but yes, like, yes. I think they refer to it a lot of times as like source material. And I think it's good source material. Like to know where like you, you're not going to read it and expect it to be exact, you know, to the movie, but you're going to read so, it and go, Oh, I see where these characters came from and where some of those scenes came from. Yeah. And I think that's the point, right? Like he probably wrote, I think I read this. I think I read somewhere that he wrote this during like a snowstorm when he was snowed in John Hughes. Yes, I heard that as well. Which is pretty funny. So, I mean, it's a great source material. If you're wondering where the movie came from and the idea, it's a good short story you can read and you could find it anywhere really on the internet. Um, but it was called Vacation 58. Yeah. Yeah. There's, um, yeah, like there's a couple of my, minor differences. And, uh, actually in the short story, there's a couple more like hijinks, uh, that the family gets into that they cut out. There's, um, what were they? account and encounter like um, a group of uh native americans who um steal from them and uh, i think like start, sh- start sh- shooting at them or something yeah uh there and you wonder okay did they cut that out because you know it's you know maybe because of you know sensitivity but then i think this film also was in the 80s and you know yeah i love 80s movies but sometimes you look back on some of them with there's some cultural stereotypes uh there and even in some you know john hughes movies as as well so I, I don't think I don't think they caught it, you know, out of any like racism or sensitivity issues because, you know, at, at that time, you know, people, you know, filmmakers really didn't care all that much about about those things. And uh, so it probably was just cut cut for time. Yeah. So at that certain. But I did think they did some of the same things, you know, like going to that city. Um, what was it called? It was like Dodge City. And they go yes. there and the bartender like pulls out the fake gun, but shoots them, but you don't know it's fake. It's like kind of funny. Um, yes. Yeah. So I thought it was cute. I thought that, I, you know, I don't remember watching the movie in totality. I probably have, but we watched it again and it was, you know, still funny. Yeah. yeah. Great. So we are yeah, wrapping so- up season four, taking the July off and we'll be back in August with some new episodes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, can't wait uh, for you all to join us again. All right. Well, until then, keep reading and keep watching.